Good morning, campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy Podcast. We got uh, uh, hungover Sunday. Yeah, hungover Sunday. Um, Nick Scutt's living out his like John Irving COVID fantasy up in Maine. <laughs> Wait, I thought he was in Virginia. I thought you were in Maine. I was in Maine, and now I'm in Virginia. Ah, so now oh, you're Virginia. like now it's like a Pat Conroy. Like. <laughs> there's a little, there's some Prince of Tides actions. There's a little, uh, there's definitely a, a prayer. There was definitely a prayer for Owen Meany. A prayer for a prayer for Nick Scuddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nice, uh, that's a nice uh, house you got there in Virginia. Yeah, well, it's just it's just the A-frame on a beautiful uh, stretch of land. Um, you on the Potomac? I'm not on the Potomac, but I am. But Robert Duvall owns the farm right next door. Hey, 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 so, Robert, hey, so, hey, <laughs> hey, Nick, Nick Scott, hey, 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 hey you, Nick Scott, hey, keep your daughters Scott. off my farm. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you helped your brother get his deferment. <laughs> I feel, what's the one movie where Duvall isn't Duvalli? I feel it's not that Duvalli um, in The Godfather. He's kind of he, subdued in the Godfather, but no, that's like where it's like um, your father helped to get you to form it. Right, right, right. He's still a little hey hey. He's like uh, can't do it, can't do it this time. He's uh, in his all. He's in his hey hey glory and uh, crazy heart. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bed Blake. Yeah. <laughs> he, the <laughs> apostle is his fucking like. That's his like Zeppelin four. That's, that's like over the top Duval. Yeah. Was he like that in Tender Mercies? In Tender Mercies, he's pretty. He's more like uh, I, I do an honest day's work, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> Wait, have you seen Duval? Have you seen Duval out on like a three wheeler? I have not seen him on a tractor, and I'm driving around, and I'm thinking about the great Santini being like, "How the fuck did this guy come on end cry up in, this, in this place? You know, or yeah. Tender Mercies." He's, he's very, very, he's very, random. It's very the, random. Dude, great Santini, by the way, for all you listeners, if you're fans of emotional abuse, it is like oh, the, the that is the godfather of emotional yeah. abuse. If you're not getting enough from this year, <laughs> we're on the great Santini. Yeah, seriously, and if you're not getting emotionally abused enough and you want some more, just tune into that movie. And so, also, because yeah. if you're fans of Caddyshack, the kid who played Danny Noonan mm-hmm. is in very few films. Right. But he's in Caddyshack. He plays Duvall's son, mm-hmm. uh, who gets unmercifully bullied by Robert Duvall. In, in fact, just fire up the YouTube Great Santini basketball scene. Oh, it's great. It's one of the best, like, depictions of, like, father bullying <laughs> right. I've ever seen. Well, I mean, he kind of had it coming because he's got a pretty good run in Caddyshack. Yeah. He doesn't get kicked down too no. hard in that movie. It's like, let's, get, let's really yeah, put you through he, the ringer on the he, next uh, Duvall takes, like, the Noonan. Noonan's. And, and like yeah, right. he kicks it up a notch by like hitting him in the head with a basketball. Right, yeah. But then also because then Noonan turns up in he turns up in a film, I believe, that Sean Penn directed mm. uh after what did he do after Indian Runner? It's like a the crossing uh, guard, oh, maybe. Oh, the, 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 the pledge. The pledge, the pledge, the pledge. He's unrecognizable. Right. But like what is what is Noonan? I mean, you were like you were like the fucking golf seventies golf comedy god. I, lo- I love how the first thing that comes up. His oh, name, dude. You know, wait. You know what's so funny? The guy who played uh, Noonan married Bonnie Raitt. So I literally Whoa. think. Wow, my, his name's so Michael. Michael think, O'Keefe. So I literally is his name. think. I literally think he was like, I don't need this shit anymore. I got Bonnie Raitt. 
And uh, and I was I'll in Caddyshack. I'll give them something. <laughs> I won't give them something to talk about. I'll just live off of Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, what a great run. And why do you need any more? You have Bonnie Raitt and you were in Caddyshack. And the great Santini. And the great Santini. Like, that's good. His name is Michael yeah. O'Keefe. He's worth $2 million. <laughs> oh, wait. Michael O'Keefe's net worth is really... That was the first thing that came up. Wow. Like, oh, so he gets those Caddyshack. Those Caddyshack residuals have got to be pretty fucking sweet. Probably. I would imagine. Oh, my God. The Caddyshack residuals must be insane. Yeah. He definitely had back end on that. <laughs> yeah, he's not getting any... Uh, well, I mean, just like hey, look, SAG, guys, I, SAG uh, standard. I bet his deal wasn't that. No. Sure. He's, doing, he's doing all right, because if I've been able to cash... A few residual checks for In Good Company, yeah. and a couple of those, I you know, humble brag, were about two thousand dollars. So I imagine he's doing pretty well. Oh, you know yeah. what? He's in a lot of TV. He's in a lot of TV. Still, tons, tons of TV. Yeah, he's, huh. he's, he's popping he up. Bad guy in, he's also a bad guy in Michael Clayton. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, he, so there he, he's in the kind pledge. of unrecognizable as an adult. He had a thirty-five episode run on Roseanne. Whoa! That, yeah, that, oh. that'll that that'll help with that two million. I feel like it, that fe- yeah. it feels like he plays Michael O'Keefe as himself as like their neighbor. It's like yeah, you know, yeah, our neighbor was Danny Newman in the Caddyshack. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow, he did great Santini and then Caddyshack. Okay, got oh whoa, so Santini they they just saw the Santini his his clips from <laughs> Santini were like, like oh this on, guy's gonna be yeah. great. He's in, gonna win uh, the golf tournament. He's gonna get Lacey and they're all yeah. Let's give him everything. Yeah, because he can't get a text back in Santini. <laughs> But I feel like Duvall, I feel like you like, you see Duvall and he's got those like, he just, he's got like those pajama shirts, but like the old ones with the buttons and just like no pants and like a big three gallon cowboy hat and just like wakes up in the morning, like hungover, walking around his land. Oh, oh, hanging brains. I'm I'm looking for that image of him. I forgot he's in Apocalypse Now. He's kind of hey, hey. Oh, he's so hey, hey in that. Yeah. Charlie, don't surf. (laughs) Oh, so Bonnie Raitt. Look at the wave. It breaks. You ever seen a wave break two waves like that? Come here, Jacko. Bonnie Raitt and Michael O'Keefe divorced in 99. Sad. Uh, oh, well. Uh, too bad. Thoughts and prayers, guys. That's Thoughts a good yeah. run eight years with Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably all he could take. Yeah, I, I um, There's a story a friend of ours has about his, uh, a, a friend of his dad's who, I guess, had sex with Bonnie Raitt one night and, uh, in Boston and broke the, the bed frame. Oh man! Yeah. Wow. Something to something to <laughs> something to talk about. about. Yeah, something to, <laughs> ah, yeah, right. That's definitely yeah. something to talk about. That's yeah. definitely something to talk about. That visual of like with with like her red hair with like the little like skunk <laughs> stripe. <laughs> yeah, like the Jay. She had like the Jay Leno kind yeah. of like with the red hair and. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love Bonnie Ridge. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. No. I mean, look, she's breaking bed frames. I mean, I'm I'm all in, guy. I mean, oh, wow. um, yeah. Just I kind getting, of miss those Hollywood meetings. Like I know that they're like they're like really taboo now. Where you would go to uh, a meeting and like an executive would just like older executives, like Robert Evans kind of executives, would like throw out some random conquest of theirs. Like I remember going to a meeting once, and the guy was like, "I banged Dana Delaney once." I was like, "Excuse yeah. me, but yeah, I banged Dana Delaney back in the China." Days. Yeah, I, I can see I Evans. Like, I can see I like, Evans. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I can see Evans now, being like, yeah, I, I, I had Annabeth Kish over here the other <laughs> night. Uh, oh, no, I know. Well, like, so, I remember, like, I was, work, I was working with, I, I won't name the, the, the name, the, the guy, I don't want to name the guy, but he once told me the best lunch he ever had in Hollywood was with Warren Beatty. 
He's like, it was legendary. It started at one, and he was like only halfway through his list by four o'clock. I was like, let's keep going. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, because he probably. I feel like he just like trail will like trail off on something else. He'll probably like leave the room to do something for an hour and then yeah. come back and be like, All right, where were we? It's like, where did you just go? Yeah. He just, he probably no, went to fuck Bain like the, 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 yeah, the wait right. staff. Warren is, exactly. Warren Beatty is really, really old. Like after that snafu at the um, Oscars oh, in 2016, right. I found myself in the elevator with him at the Soho house in West Hollywood. And you know how there's only like two elevator buttons in that elevator you're only going to the top or you're going to the bottom right. and this really confused Warren Beatty and so I had to like hit the button for him I'm like we're just going there man and he's like oh, okay and then we ended up on the elevator on the way down and it was the same situation all over again he just didn't know how to operate the uh, the elevator buttons and I remember thinking like should you be driving yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, after that Oscars thing I feel like Hollywood was like hey man thanks for playing yeah we're, we're, we're gonna take we're, it from here we're good <laughs> on you yeah like you've had a great career but like he's probably he's probably slept with Bonnie Raitt Probably, yeah. Probably, probably. Yeah. He probably slept with Michael O'Keefe. He's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, when he was after Caddyshack. Yeah, Danny he wants Newton. to role play scenes from the great Santini. <laughs> hey, uh, Michael, you want to come over and play basketball? Robert Duvall. I bet fucking, dude, I bet Michael O'Keefe is like permanently scarred. Like if he sees Robert Duvall, it brings up like repressed tension, uh, trauma. Probably. Because that movie is uncomfortable. I can't talk to that guy. And what's yeah. his name? Bull Meacham in it. Bull Meacham. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of where the hey, hey came this from. This is Santini, the great Santini. It's a great movie. It really is. The, the, it's, you know what it is? It's like, it's kind of, it's like beautifully acted. It's really, the cinematography, the whole thing is just, it's grim. The great Santini's phonetically like, yeah. sounds really nice. Yeah. The great Santini. Yeah. It is, yes. No, I mean, no. strong rap. It's, like yeah. it's also like one of those random early 80s movies. Like, there's just there's just some great. Uh, it has a made for TV movies. quality to it. It kind of does, yeah. Bl- and Blythe Danner is the mom. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Very after, very after school special. Like, very, like, you know, very. Like, you could easily have settled in and watched that on, like, uh, you know, Monday at 4 30 after school. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh, that reminds me of my friend Chucky's dad. Uh, <laughs> but he even bullies the daughters, too. Yeah, it's he bullies great. everyone. Yeah. And he, then does he live, raise his hand to Blythe Danner? Uh, I think so, but she kind of, like, enables him a okay. little bit. Like, and then he, he he's crash. in the military in that, right? Isn't he, like, an he's army? He's in Air like Force. And then he yeah. crashes yeah. in the end, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert, guys. Sorry. Spoiler like, alert. Hey, watch this movie, by the way. <laughs> it's how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was well, speaking of Air Force movies, I had completely forgotten that, like, we're going to be robbed of uh, Maverick Top Gun 2. I mean, that was going to be my Christmas my Christmas movie. And I realized, oh, my God, they're not going to release it this Christmas. Uh, so what is it coming out next year? I have no idea. I was reading that some of these uh, streamers have been toying with the idea of buying some of these movies. I'm like, please, I don't know what to watch anymore. I mean, just, yeah. just, just at this point, just put it out. I mean, buy. I've been getting movies on Amazon. Like, I watched the new Miranda July movie. Is that good? Uh, yeah, I, and, right, and listen, right, I, I don't right, right. hate. I mean, I, I kind of don't love her, like her persona, but I, I don't hate her movies, like that. You and me and everyone you know, and like there's a couple other ones. They're like weird, and like so, there's always something to surprise you. This one was just like it was just odd with mm. no real. They're like robbers, but they don't really like rob anything. They're it's very odd. Hmm. It's just I don't know. It's 
Very strange. Is it, is it really? Is it really Silver Lakey? No, it's kind of like I. The the it looked like it was filmed in K Town actually. Ah, yeah. There we go. Shout out to K Town. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of speaking of K Town, so you guys have been on put on full blast on uh, next door. Uh, you know, like for your loitering. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, our our weekly ritual is we go to outdoor Korean barbecue, which is fucking the best. Mm-hmm. It's like probably the best. I'm like every death is worth it for the outdoor <laughs> right. gr- grilling, right. Korean yeah. grilling. It really like, is. And I was like asking, I was like, can you always keep these outdoor tables? And they're like, yeah, we you know we might. But um, that was the. It's like the one death is too many. It's like no, two hundred twenty is just two hundred twenty thousand <laughs> yeah, right. is just right <laughs> for that for, for outdoor I mean, Korean grilling. With my own little tent, yeah, and my own personal, and then a night uh, a nightcap across the street. Yeah, we brown bag beers on the corner mm-hmm. of. Um, so if you're driving by Third and Hobart, yeah, and you Wave. see you see some uh, you see some Camp Good Boy counselors, yeah, don't be afraid to honk your horn. Pop into the deli and uh, grab a grab a high life and uh, come on, join us. Yeah, and all the guys that work at the restaurant across the street, like in the kitchen, like all give mad props. They <laughs> yeah, think, they love it. Yeah, loitering is like well, a night out in Koreatown, well, COVID or no like, COVID, is your best loitering. night in LA. Uh, yeah, primo lo- primo loitering. You, to coin your phrase, Brandon, primo loitering is literally loitering on a corner where you know where you can actually do some serious peeping. Um, oh yeah. Action. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's like a plus lawyer. Well, I had to catch. I had I did have to catch myself because we're out there, and I'm like, oh, there's a hot girl that lives up in the second floor window up there, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh wait, wait, wait that's yeah. because I like hang out here and look up in the windows <laughs> with like drinking a beer in a brown bag, like a complete vagrant. Yeah, really. Well, hey, look. I mean, you knew exactly where it was. I mean, listeners, let me tell you, I got to. Uh, you know, we find like the counselors here. We finally broke bread a couple weeks ago, and I. Uh, Made a, a a brief a brief stop off in Los Angeles. I went right to Ten Raku and had some outdoor KBB, and it was like the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah Koreatown uh, is the best it's, because it's it like it's not just like uh, like Chinatown in your town where it's like you know. I mean, I mean, Chinatown in New York City is pretty substantial, but this is like it's massive. I mean, it's massive. It's the biggest, it's neighborhood, big, biggest neighborhood in yeah. Los Angeles. So. You actually are in another country yeah. within your city, and it's like, according to you know most people I talk to, Korean people, that the food is the best outside of Seoul, and some places are better. It's just yeah, fun. honestly, Korean town. Go to LA, like just go to LA, spend your whole trip in K Town. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's great, I mean, and the great thing about K Town is it, it feels like Blade Runner without the special effects. Yeah, but I love it. Like <laughs> it really you're just does. like, am I? I'm in like Ridley Scott world, but without flying cars, it's very cool. Yeah, you know that's a good idea for people that really complain about Los Angeles. I always want to be like, well, first of all, where are you going? Because if yeah. you're going to West Hollywood, I don't blame you for hating. If you're this just city. like you're just like Bootsy Bellows, yeah. Like- well, then I get why you might hate the city. <laughs> but if you come here and go to Koreatown, yeah, you're probably still going to be like, what is this? Oh, uh, then in that case, I don't even really, really care about being your uh, fucking travel guide. Yeah, but like really. If you have like maybe a more of an open mind about LA, like literally, mm. if you just went to Koreatown and didn't leave, like mm-hmm. spent like three days and nights in Koreatown, you oh might be God, like, "Yo, this city's great." If I just stay in Koreatown, hotel. yeah. That hotel they opened there, the line, that place was great. Yeah, yeah and I mean, you, you can get a little. Ta- if you if you want a something sceny, you can fucking go there. But if you don't, you can avoid the douchiest parts of LA 
by going to Koreatown. Mm-hmm. And I mean, nothing- yeah, Anthony Bourdain I always found to be kind of a blowhard, but his the piece the episode he did on Koreatown was, was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that was worth I, my. That was worth. It was great. Certainly, I'll never send anybody to the line to like hang out. But I was always like, oh, I like that there's a hotel in K Town where you could conceivably just go and hang out in Koreatown. Because the other yeah. great thing about Koreatown is like you don't need a car. You can conceivably walk. In oh place. yeah, pretty much yeah. But yeah, no. If you want to, if you go to the line, you can see a Masterson. Yeah, you'll see a Masterson <laughs> there. You might see a Masterson, you might see a, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I thought you were up in Maine because I saw that uh, Donnie Rotten was up there today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dirty Don. I know, Jesus. I mean, the fact that he had to go to Maine. He's trying to get, he's trying to get the earth. Er- he- my landslide prediction is going to hold true. Nine days, everybody. Wait, Nine Maine's days. a blue state. Right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's pretty. With it's, shades of red. It's got shades <laughs> yeah, of red because, right, right. like New Hampshire, you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he just comes up and it's like you princes of Maine, you kings of New England. <laughs> if he, and by the way, can we talk well, about his? Well, well, the one that is one. To, see, Maine is one of those weird states where it's like um, Nebraska. I don't know if it's Maine two or Maine one. Maine, like, there's one swath of Maine that if if Trump wins it, yeah, he gets one electoral college vote. Right. He's like. The, the, like the, like Nebraska, like in the Omaha area, if Biden wins that area, and that usually goes to Dems, he'll get one elect- electoral college vote. Right. Yeah, uh, he, I mean, that's again, where he's, know, he's Biden, targeting Biden's those gonna counties. Crush this guy. It's just, it's, the Biden's going to crush this guy. I felt that he was going to, it was going to be a, a landslide two weeks ago. I was like, because Trump was just acting like fucking a person. He was acting like a football team when you know you're going to lose and you start like getting chippy, you start doing cheap shots, you start mm. getting fight in fights. Like the Seahawks at the end of that one Super Bowl they lost. Uh, but then that debate, he kind of like turned it around. But he's, I think it's just like, I don't know if he's reaching anybody. His shameless, he shamelessly compares himself to Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, no, see, the problem is it's the same old sound bites. By so, the way, can like, we talk though about his post-COVID vibe? It's like weird. He's like fun, drunk uncle at a wedding. Like the his, dancing. Yeah, like the, when he's done with these COVID super spreader events, he rallies. He YMCA is his walk. It makes music. no it's sense. So <laughs> odd. At least it's not proud to be an American anymore. At least he spiced it up. He a goes. Bit. He goes YMCA <laughs> into Tiny Dancer. It makes well, no yeah, sense. I mean, look, we also decided like that debate. What a snooze fest. I mean, yeah. like I'm, that's why I think it hurt Trump well, more than anything. Because people were like, "Oh my god." I don't have to tune into this. Oh, politics is boring again. Yeah. Nine fucking days, I don't care. I don't have to, like, check my Twitter feed religiously to then, like, yap over my egg frittata, like, what the fuck the president tweeted at 6 a.m. Like, I I don't know. The funniest part of the the whole whole, um, uh, debate for me was when Joe Biden said the word cocaine Mm -hmm. and literally Donald Trump's eyes, like, open wide like big saucers I've seen this and this is like picked up as a meme where like Biden said something about cocaine and then that reminded me of this story about how like in the 80s I think it was like 88 or it might have been 90 uh, where like Trump was deeply involved with like um, a cocaine trafficker I don't know if the cocaine trafficker like bought property but he was definitely like he was like he was definitely like throwing out with like a uh, who's that character that Johnny Depp played in Blow? Like somebody like that, George like a Young, white, mm. like a white '80s 
like cocaine uh, cocaine distributor and yeah. I was just sort of like thinking it's like in nine days when this guy loses like 382 to 170 or whatever it is loses 40 states um I think it's just like the end of an era. We'll never talk about Tom Wolfe again. We'll never really think back about the 80s with any kind of like positive nostalgia. It's all over. And the 90s will be remembered for a decade where like Harvey Weinstein and Bill Clinton and Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein were raping and murdering children for adrenochrome. Yeah. Well, speak for yourself about 80s nostalgia. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the 80s <laughs> nostalgia. Crocodile Dundee yeah. is still going to be. All right. Look, I'll, give me, I'll, keep, I'll, look, I'll keep some 80s nostalgia. Like, like, like co- you're doing cocaine? <laughs> yeah. Every time you do cocaine, a little 80s nostalgia angel gets her wings. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's very um, true. But I actually, for the first time since all this um, 2020 stuff started heating up, which was like early March, I unplugged for the first time like the last week and a half or so. What do you like, mean? After Trump got healed from COVID, nothing's mm. been interesting me about 2020. Um, like, and I feel like if Biden does win, it's kind of going to be the end of the crazy. Now, listen, I, I'm, I might be calling it too soon, mm. but I feel like the 2020 energy is dissipating. I hope so. I'm like kind of over it. It's um, and, and like everyone says, like uh, when you look at Dogface 208, the ocean spray Fleetwood Mac skateboarder, mm-hmm. everyone like is commenting like you saved 2020. Do you uh, save 2020? And I'm wondering if he is this weird like Indian Santa Claus. Well, is, like, is he? What is his nationality? He's like Mex, kind of a Mexican, oh, okay. Indian, Native American. I mean, well, Maybe there was just a shift of what you were like focusing on. Yeah, because it's always like, oh well, my god, bad stuff, bad stuff, and then this like, oh, this new thing now, and well, well, I'm going to go out and make a video too. Yeah, I something to do finally. The nothing is triggering my stress hormones anymore, which has been like where like I never watched this much news before. Yeah, me neither. And like I couldn't wait. I can't wait for like the shows to start. And and this was the first week I kind of just like turned it off. Turned it off. Well, now we now get ready for people to start saying "my wife" yeah. again because <laughs> Borat. No, and then we'll be back. Watched, we'll be back. My wife. I watched Borat last night. Like again, like Sasha Baron Cohen is a genius promoter because I went in with such high expectations, and I don't know. The movie left. It was so good. There were some good <laughs> moments that made me laugh, but I didn't love it. I really wanted to go into loving it. I mean, I was laughing that I, that part that scene where he brings his daughter to that dance. <laughs> Yeah, I still have to watch it. But laughing my ass off. Did you think that Giuliani like um, touched himself? I think he was just tucking his his shirt back in. Yeah, I watched it. I was like, "That's it." Yeah, that's the big thing you think is going to take Giuliani. Like, I didn't. It it wasn't like the end shot in Boogie Nights, the Dirk Diggler. I legitimately (laughs) think he was just tucking his shirt in. Right. I just, I really do. Yeah, he's he's a creep show, and he's acting kind of like. He's just a, he's kind of an eerie dude. I will. Yeah. I and can, I, and it's true. It's like, why did he lean back in the bed up? Like, well, I mean, when I'm trying to tuck in, you might lean back and I, I think he was just tucking his shirt in. I really right. do. Like I can see him. He Giuliani wears like defender. really long Oxfords. I, I like think probably got, yeah. with the thing. I can also <laughs> I see know, him I mean, as like, I mean, like um, I, yes. I mean, the funny thing is, is that Giuliani is such a significant alcoholic, which is hilarious to me. Cause it reminded me of this story about how he had like three bloody Marys when he was doing an interview with, Fanny Fair and then fell asleep and drooled on himself in oh, the wow. car ride with Giuliani. <laughs> yeah, like on the way on the way up on the way up to the 
way up to like their second location. He just passed out, took a snooze, and drooled. And um, that would have been like a New York Post cover, like the the drool and it's oh, it dr- drooliani. Absolutely, drooliani. It totally would have been. Oh god! But uh, his body in a topless bar. Yeah, um, I mean, there was one. There's there's this like he's because I forget. Does he? She's not really. I mean, she's not really fifteen. No. No, that's the thing. She's like 28. Like 40, I think I was reading. Like a 45-year-old Eastern European actress. Yeah. So I guess I didn't really then with that said, I didn't then I didn't understand really what was wrong with it. I think just to make him it, it's like the concept yeah. that he would think that she's that she's 15. Right, right, right. Yeah. I yeah, I just I was like when it when it passed, I was like that's not. Yeah. I mean, come on. Right. It was. Um, it's weird when he's like, "Can I get your number?" <laughs> That's right. Kind of weird. Hey, but is he a single guy? I think so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, the, the the age is a little questionable, but uh, he's such a fucking jerk. Yeah. Off. Well, he's just he's utter scum. <laughs> really, he really is. Yeah. Really is the worst. Like I like him. I like Trump more than I like Giuliani. Yeah. Like. I mean, I would just, I, I could, easily, I would love to put Giuliani in a cannon. Well, I, I mean, that's the, the thing is, like, at least Trump is like he's, you know, he's deplorable, but he's like, he's like too, he's too like funny and like yeah, no, weird to be truly hateable as his persona. Where Giuliani is just like utterly uncharming, no, like, not really charming, is. but like just utterly like. He's just sucks, and he's got those like, like teeth. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> a total terrible. loser. He's got terrible teeth. He's terrible teeth. I mean, like he's caught on video wiping his sweat on his girlfriend in the rose garden. Um, he's gross. I mean, the, the other thing is, is like he he he's sanctimonious, which I fucking hate. I mean, he's so sanctimonious. And mm-hmm. Trump at least owns that he's a shit shit bag. Like, I mean, dancing to YMCA, he doesn't care. Like that's 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 part of why you know I understand why people can like Trump because he owns his shitheadness. Yeah, yeah right, right. He's not sanctimonious, he's not sanctimonious about it. He knows. Wait, like did Giuliani? Giuliani's like I'm a fucking saint. Did New Yorkers? You know, you know, Giuliani's the kind of guy. You, Giuliani's the kind of guy. If you were friends with him and you invited him over for for dinner, Sunday dinner, there'd be a 50-50 chance. That you'd stumble on him, like doing your daughter or your wife's dog <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom, right. and he'd be like, "Dude, what? Come on, it's just you know, we're getting hungry." Now, do you and do you think he keeps the Oxford shirt on during sex? Oh yeah, <laughs> I picture him as like um, the guy in Eyes Wide Shut, the rich guy, <laughs> yes. the director, uh, Sidney Pollack. Oh, yeah, Sidney Pollack, like with his like, he's got no shirt on, but he's got the suit pants with the suspenders <laughs> over his bare chest. <laughs> She probably got her brains fucked out. Just like, you know, when I was just like, she got paid, came over, got her brains fucked out. But he's great in that. Yeah. He <laughs> plays such a great Pollard, rich scumbag. He was great in Husbands and Wives, which, yeah. is, which is like a, a really unheralded um, um, uh, Woody Allen movie, which I love. Yeah. He's great in The Firm. Sydney Pollard. Oh, wait, no. Oh, he, he, directs he directs the firm. It, yeah. yeah, wait. I thought he was in The Firm. Oh, he's now. great in The Sopranos. Yeah. That one episode he's in. What else is he really right. great in? Uh, well, I mean, he's a great director. We did, uh, welcome to uh, Sidney Pollock Hour. Yeah. <laughs> did he direct Prince of Tides? Uh, I mean, he directed The Way We Were. Yeah. No, Barbara Streisand. Barbara, Barbara Streisand directed that. Yeah. Did, uh, he did, uh, Pollock, Pollock did uh, Three Days of the Condor, which is a great yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sidney Pollock. Oh, and he did, he did that kind of cool... Um, thing with Sean Penn and Nicole Kidman, where she's like a translator at the UN. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the interpreter. The interpreter. Oh, yeah, the interpreter. Right, right. That had some kind of cool. That was some like, some cool New York City shots and. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a good one. Um, <laughs> Sydney Pollock Corner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but I mean, he, he owns. He owns. Oh, wait, you know what? He Sydney owns. Um, by the way, wait, wait. We just went full circle because Sydney Pollock is fantastic in Michael Clayton, and right. him and Danny Newton oh. have a lot of scenes together in Michael Clayton. Yeah, there we go, and that uh, concludes Pollock, Sydney Pollock corner. Yeah, he he Pollock owns. He's a director that we love. He's also an actor. <laughs> he he owns in Eyes Wide Shut. Though. Oh, you can't see that's his fucking yeah. grand slam. Yeah, I was there, but bro. yeah, Giuliani definitely keeps the long Oxford on during sex. Right, <laughs> sorry, ladies, big big time. <laughs> yeah, and maybe he sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Wait, wasn't it Rudy Giuliani that spread the rumor about Spitzer wearing socks during sex? Who spread that rumor? Yes, how they got Spitzer. It's a thousand percent how they nailed him. Mm, And that was just a rumor. Oh, no, Roger Stone came up with that. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, right. Sign of a horse of a different Um, color. Yeah, yeah, that that hooker was hot, though. The one that Spitzer was wearing. I mean, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, it was like the, it was like, it was like, it was literally like, a Jersey Frankenstein hooker. It was like the best in Jersey, um, like put together into like a into pure bridge and tunnel dirt trash. Yeah, she and was does, hot. Did she get paid to come forward? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, again, like, uh, like one of the things. One of the things I'm looking forward to Biden. Like, like literally, like, like here's the thing about 2020. It's like Biden. I, I like, I am sticking to this. Biden, this thing is going to be a stunner. I'm telling you, Tuesday is going to be a stunner. Mm-hmm. The guy, I mean, I, I mean, literally, I, like, I, I have these visions of Brian Williams being like, oh, my God, we can now call Texas for Joe Biden. Yeah. Well, for Joe Biden. And everyone's jaws will be on the table. And it's just going to be like that all night. Like, I feel like at a certain point, probably around 8.30, 9 o'clock Eastern time, things are just going to start breaking now look, if I'm wrong, everybody, don't call me for a week, okay? Because uh, you may never call me again. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be. That'll be the most listened to <laughs> episode of Camp Good Boy. are breaking, and it's just going to get worse. It's going to be kind of a pile on. This and, is. Um, and um, so my and my prediction is is that like Trump is going to spend literally Trump will spend. The remainder of his presidency. I mean, they already said today, like, we're not getting control of the pandemic. So as a fuck you to everybody, you probably won't won't give out any PPE. He'll do some weird shit. And then I think he might just go out like, you know, like the music man. He'll just like go to like <laughs> random towns and still do rallies and be like, goodbye. Yeah, probably. Kind of like weird, sad, like clown, death of a clown. And then Biden's going to come in, and we're going to find out some crazy shit. Like, every week, like, for one year, the news will be like, oh, my God, and Trump did this, and oh, my God, this happened, and that happened. And it'll be like a nonstop sort of litany of corruption. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't think that he's reaching past his base. I think he did in 2016. I don't think he's reaching past it right now. I, again, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, I, nothing's sticking with me. It's the same shit he keeps saying. The Hunter Biden thing's just not sticking. Right. It isn't. Dude, like, it just, it just is not sticking. There's definitely stuff on that laptop that they're, that they're I'm sure saying. There is. I'm, I'm sure, like, and I'm sure Monday. I'm sure he's sketchy. Yeah, just like a crack pipe in his ass. Hunter Biden is a scumbag and a cokehead, and he probably did some fucking dirty shit. But he is not 
running. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. He's Hillary Clinton his- was the one that was running. That's why he could portray her as corrupt and just run on the pe- the way how much people hate her, and it totally worked. This is right, like of course it works. I don't, it's like, just oh, not. Biden, he's a loser. Yeah, it's not working right now. And every time he goes after Hunter Biden, people are like, "Well, what about Ivanka? What about Jared? What about Don Jr.?" I know I all mean, the shit you hear about them. Literally, like, like it's hilarious. Like, I'm following. I like ended up. I ended up following Aubrey O'Day, who was like on The Apprentice, and she used to fuck Don Jr. and had an affair with him or whatever. So she's been going on this hilarious tweetathon <laughs> where every time Don Jr. is on the news, she tweets about how, like, you hated your father. I remember all those nights in bed with you and you were talking about how much you hated him. It's just I'm sure. Genius. Yeah. Now, Don Jr., he, you think he fucks with, like, his hunting vest on? Oh, for sure, yeah. 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 And his, like, hunting hat, like, turned backwards. Yeah. <laughs> his hunting off. boots on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with that, with that beard, with that beard, yeah, yeah, he absolutely does. That is a scummy beard. It's I like Ellis and Die Hard. <laughs> He's got like the Ellis is, yeah. and Die Hard beard. He totally does. He totally does. I'm your white knight. I can, I can give him to you. He kind of, he kind of talks like him too. I, He's I, uncomfortable. I can give him to you. Don Jr. will no, not be president. He, Don Jr. is always on COVID. He's like a robot. Yeah. I can give oh, he's it. running in 2024. I don't he's think. Excited. I mean, he can run. I don't think he's going to be president. He doesn't have the same swagger that his dad has. Yeah. Why? No, yeah, he does. So then he'd be, like, be like, look, look, we may be on Fifth Avenue, but I fuck in Montana. Like, that'll be his, uh, that'll be his whole, uh, his whole uh, campaign slogan. Wait, you know what would be surreal is if uh, after Trump is the president, he has like an Osborne style reality show at Mar-a-Lago. He probably will. Literally, but. unabashedly, President of the United States has a reality show yeah. with his family. He should. And it's like the and, dumbest and you know situation. And it would probably, that show would be probably incredible. Dude, he would make so much money. Yeah. I, that would, it, it just call it Mar-a-Lago. And that's what he should do. That's the thing. It yeah. sucks. It's like, that's what he totally it's, should oh be doing. Oh my God. Now I actually, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 dude, everyone would watch that. It would be the biggest reality show ever. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. The ex-president. Yeah, the yeah. ex-president's reality show set at Mar-a-Lago. It's a no-brainer. Oh, my God. He's just got to live. He's just got to live long enough to, like, let people forgive him, right? You know, he's got to live for, like, five years. Because I think people, if he doesn't get arrested, it'll be, like, five years before people kind of, like, slowly come back to him in some weird way. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I personally think there's a big portion of America, maybe they're undecided voters, or, or maybe there are people that voted for him who are just like, I mean, the COVID response, the QAnon, like, what's going on right now? Like, I can't handle this shit anymore. Like, it's no just too has, weird. It's no too weird. Way, like, end, they, this is how they started the final full week of the election. Mark Meadows said today, we're not going to get control of the pandemic, yet it's rounding the turn. So I don't know which is which. We've had two of the worst COVID days we have had the two worst COVID days in the entire fucking pandemic, just Friday and Saturday. I mean, literally, like, it was weird. It was, like, funny today where I was, like, I was driving back from – I'm living, like, a real, like, Peyton Place slash, yeah, like, a little Pat Conroy uh, <laughs> slash, you know – Hotel New Hampshire. <laughs> Like living in the country, I went and picked up an apple pie. Jesus. Anyway, so I'm driving back with a cottage core. Yeah. <laughs> apple pie. But I was driving on this dirt road and I got kind of like overwhelmed for a minute because I was like, this is, this is fun, but I just want to go home to LA. I want my life back to some regard, in some regard. You know? 
right, right. Uh, you know, I don't know. I was just sort of exhausted. There's a little bit of like, this is hilarious, but I feel like I've been on summer vacation for a year. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, really. No, horror, we call it, we've been calling it horror vacation since it started. Government money, no mm-hmm. working. Yep. Just chilling, basically. But, like, yeah. you can't really do t- that much. But, like, we have been able to find, like, fun ways, like, outdoor Korean barbecue, totally, yeah. loitering on the street. Horror vacation. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. But you've been dancing across the USA. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm not, listen, by the way, I'm not complaining about it. Believe me, I mean, I'm a fucking, I mean, look, I'm loving it. At the same time, I was like, eh, it'd be nice to just be back in L.A. Right. You know, fucking off in Koreatown. You know, looking at naked girls on Third and Hobart, mm-hmm. and um, but I was just—I feel like there's a lot of people who don't have the dastardly lives of the camp counselors. Who everything sucks. Yeah. Like I had another friend of mine whose marriage completely just fucking blew up. The, yeah. Then I'm like, oh shit, that's happening. That's like. That's like number two going down. Um, and that's a lot, like in a short period of time. That's where I'll and, give uh, I give Trump points there because his response about COVID about how like we need to open up like alcoholism and abuse and like depression are like just through the roof right now. Mm-hmm. That's where it's like his where he's coming from. He's coming from like a good place there. The problem is like I don't know if he has a plan to open up. That's the thing. Right. It's like, well, they're in there. That those things are high because you're not really doing a good job. Like. Yeah, we're getting you're, this virus to terrifying intelligent people. But, but your argument is right, been, but but it's always been bad in America. Like, there's never been a time. Like, there's been these random lulls. But I was cracking up because, like, in Italy, and I get it. Like, in Italy people are pissed. Like, they're trying to get locked down again, and people are like, "Fuck no!" And they're just like going crazy because they went through like a really intense lockdown where you weren't allowed to leave your house, you couldn't go anywhere. Now, we never really experienced that. We, like, had a lockdown, but we were, like, kind of, like, it was always kind of, like, you can lock down, but there was, like, random little places you could go. Mm-hmm. And, and then they sort of loosen it up, and we, and you think it's a lull, then it comes roaring back. But, like, we've never been locked down, like, locked, locked, No, we locked. weren't locked, yeah, and we right. weren't locked down. It was, it was safer at home. Yeah, safer at home. Right, safer at home. Shelter in place, whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. But um Wait, but is Italy back? Italy's not back now? Or are they still stuck Italy's in their surging, apartment? Italy's, sur- Italy's surging. Oh. They're locking everything down again in Italy. Oh, got it. And people are like, fuck no! And they're like rioting because they don't want to go through that again. Right. And, and I think like, people are seeing... We're just like, we're not going to wear masks, man. I mean, what are what are Italian riots? They just throw like lasagna yeah, shells at the Yeah, it's just spaghetti <laughs> flying everywhere. <laughs> It's just one giant food fight. It's just fight. bullets with just penne coming out of it. Yeah. It's a, what are you looting? Like mozzarella <laughs> shops and like silk, no, no, silk they shirts. Like throwing tra- <laughs> Andrea Bocelli bootlegs. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like a Fellini film directed by Antoine Fuqua. <laughs> I mean, I love Italy. And I like it. To, like, I just can't take him that seriously. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> a meatball. Yeah, no, all, the no. numbers, all the numbers are going. Yeah, you're just getting like they just like all the police. They just have big <laughs> barrels of meatballs to pelt the rioters with. <laughs> uh, does she not agree? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just a heart. I don't know. I don't want to be mean to Italy. Italian food now. Yeah, but oh, uh, yeah, no, we were never shut down. But then, God, you saw that. You saw that curve. We did flatten the curve there in May. Mm-hmm. We saw it. We flattened it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we know how that happened. No, now it looks like a half pipe. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah. 
You can just, it's like the X Games. It's such a fucking pain in yeah, the Yeah, but I, what I've seen, so cases are spiking, but deaths are going down because it seems like Remdesivir is, is working. Remdesivir in the house. Yeah, Remdesivir. <laughs> Remdesivir. That sounds the, like the next Christopher that, Nolan that, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that steroid saved Chris Christie. If Chris Christie could survive, anybody, yeah. anything's possible. Yeah. I know. No, it's true. If Chris Christie yeah, can survive, it's like, why even wear a mask? I know. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure he was going to be dead. Yeah, well, I mean, we called it on the podcast. We said it like 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to make it through the weekend. <laughs> he came out of the fucking... Listen, listen, if he survived, if he survived, I have to say I feel a lot better about my chances uh, in the grand scheme of things. I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah, if you, I mean, yeah, you get that remdesivir. Like, I mean, he, he probably weighs as much as the three of us combined. Oh, like... <laughs> so if he lived... Plus, like, 500 pounds. Right. Plus asthma. Yeah. I think we can get through this. I think the the camp, I think the counselors, we might live if we got this thing. He's, like, when he's, like, one of those uh, people that goes on Oprah and they have to, like, be transported on a flatbed truck. (laughs) Basically. Like, when he, when he, like, looks down, he can't see his penis. I mean, he's like Bobby Bacala. Yeah. (laughs) He's He's morbidly, morbidly. I mean, I I feel horrible. I mean. He's, it's, it's not like, about horrible. No, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, I don't feel bad for him. I mean, like, dude, don't have, you don't have to eat an entire tray of lasagna. Every yeah. Time. He probably, meal. what do you think he has for breakfast? Like, oh, bacon, eggs, 40 eggs. Definitely not grapefruit and cottage <laughs> yeah, cheese. Like, it's just like every morning his private chef walks in with an entire suckling pig and just like uh. roasts in the backyard. I mean, and he doesn't do like a like a, a one of those naked juices for lunch. No, <laughs> he probably has like a chicken parm. Oh yeah, he like an entire porterhouse. <laughs> it's like I'm only juicing. He's like I'm only going to press juice for me when they introduce a juice chicken parm. Okay, okay, yeah. that's what I. Press, uh, press chicken parm. There's, su- there's such <laughs> these are such like low blows, but he's such a douchebag that it doesn't. Yeah, matter. it doesn't matter. And also, he's responsible for a lot of deaths because he was, you know, any any one of these leaders that these dimwits look up to, and their 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 blood is on their hands. Well, yeah, because Trump chirps the the Democratic sit uh, governors hard, but then like, what about the red? I mean, the red states are they're all getting spikes. Like, what about mm-hmm. Florida? That was a fucking train wreck. Yeah, Florida was just like, yeah, COVID. What? No, <laughs> right. not in the Sunshine State. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I give up trying to like figure any of this shit out. And even, whatever, if Trump wins, I mean, whatever. Fucking, I mean, well, life, life does go. Okay, on. no, I if, mean, if, but if Trump wins, it's going to be we're going to twenty twenty is going to be go back to twenty twenty one. But I think yeah, that Biden win. It feels I don't know. Things feel like they're winding down to me. But I, but I, 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 I can't. Can't. You never want to call it too soon. <laughs> this yeah. Year. Because um, I thought we were seeing a light at the end of the tunnel in May, and I think we were because I think everybody was staying inside, and then yeah, yeah, you know, that ended. If but. it is though, it's bookended by daylight savings time and and two full moons. Oh, and Nick, I mean, when you got come back to LA, you got some damn fine weather waiting for it because the the heat is gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I miss it. Oh, so the LA right now, the weather here is exactly why you. Moved oh, you're to gonna Southern have California. like a, a nice like thin puffer jacket <laughs> and so a t- over a t shirt. Oh. <laughs> so good loiter weather yeah it's great loiter weather <laughs> oh my god i can't wait i can't wait yeah it was like it was like a classic east coast day you know it's so funny it's like i haven't been on the east coast for any like extended period of time in a long time and i remember i realized like it's so fucking late here all the time mm-hmm. like the game started like 11 o'clock at night the debate started at midnight and you're like oh geez. 
it's like back in LA, like I'm done with all this shit. I can watch I can watch a baseball game and still go out to dinner. Like mm. here the baseball game at nine o'clock, that's your whole night. Yep. Yeah. Dude, the amount of football players these days that have like dreadlocks. It's pretty popular, yeah. Yeah. And then they got to be careful because they can get grabbed. Oh, is that legal? Can you just grab a guy by his no, hair? No, but if like sometimes that happens that by accident. Do you get a flag for that? I don't think so. You can get a flag, yeah. Oh, can you? Oh, I didn't. I never. I never knew if you could or not. That'd be great. You just see some dude just get like windmilled, windmilled by his like hair. Oh, boom. Football has been highly entertaining. It, they've. It's for, there's some reason. For some reason. Uh, I don't know whether it's like defenses aren't playing as hard or they they weren't able to have they weren't able to do a fall camp so they couldn't hit. Yeah, but it's just the the games have been it's, highly entertaining. It's really scrappy and also it has a vibe because I think something to do with like the crowd not being there. It feels like arena league football. Well, crowds are starting to trickle in, right? Um, but it has like a it, football has like an arena. It has an arena league vibe. a little bit. Yeah, like the LA Kiss. How do crowds get to go to these games? Like, I don't understand. Like, are they related to the players? I'm so confused. No, I mean, I I think certain. So, I mean, the New York stadiums, the L.A. ones, and I think San Francisco are not doing fans. But I think they're just, like, they're only selling a certain amount of tickets. Obviously, all the the crowds are uh, distanced. I'm so sick of that fucking phrase, socially distanced, by the way. I'm so over it. But, uh, yeah, I think they just keep di- – well, Notre Dame football does a thing where they – you sit in the stands because they only let students in. You sit with who's on your floor in your dorm oh, room. okay. That's how they, like, section it off. Right. Oh, that would suck. My uh, but you know, you know what they don't section it off? Uh, at Alabama games. No, 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 no. Dude, I mean, that, yeah, when I was driving cross country, I, anytime I'd stop at, a, at an Alabama gas station, I almost, like, didn't want to wear a mask because of, like, yeah, right. you got the worst vibes from people. <laughs> sure. Dude, the deep south. But then, like, so the Kansas City Chiefs have fans. Um, the Eagles actually have fans now. I've, they're starting to just trickle in. Again, Chris Christie survives. It's like, let's go. To, let's have the fans in. No, yeah, it. that's the thing. Like, Trump survives. Christie survives. It's just like, dude, what is this? I'm not 90. Like, in let's just. Yeah, let's just, I mean, that's the, the thing. Game. Even the, in the World Series, it's probably like, I don't know, a quarter full. Mm-hmm. There's fans there. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, know, but it's uh, and then I think the Masters uh, things are starting to kind of like. I think they're. I think again. I think people are just kind of like that. They're they are kind of taking the Trump mentality. It's just like just plow through it. Mm-hmm. The problem is, it's like, but there's still a ton of deaths. It's just fucking. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks for blue hairs. It's not good. Yeah. What? Um. I. Uh, yeah. Nick, you, get, you got you, you have any CBD back there at uh? Brandon, Brandon, what, Brandon, the, Brandon, what kind of a night did you have last? Oh yeah, we got we got pretty bent. Yeah, <laughs> it was I'm a working, light. It was I'm, a, I'm, I'm working through about a fourteen beer hangover. I have a light beer hangover, yeah. which is still. It's not like you can't do anything. You don't feel like death, but you're definitely just like got wet brain. Mm-hmm. I wish I had some Pachamama CBD. <laughs> yeah, I could use some Pachamama <laughs> CBD too. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll probably take down some Pachamama CBD. It helps with the Sunday scaries. Is Pachamama good for a hangover? Um, yeah. Is there CBD? Yeah, CBD is great for a hangover. CBD has been, people are starting to like come after CBD because I think they're sick of people saying how much they love CBD. Right. I think it's like the new, like, it's like CBD. the new, like, anno- like how vegans are annoying. Right. I think like, like maybe it's just meme pages are starting to be like enough with the CBD. Mm-hmm. Not this, not this podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we're as much, as much Pachamama as you can, as you yeah. can handle. I would like to try to boof it. 
Oh, like squirt the tincture. Yeah, yeah. Get a re- they they Pachamama need to email them for rectal administration. Interesting. Yeah, I bet they have that. Yeah, or they will eventually. Or like a deposit. What is it? Suppository. A suppository, a suppository yeah. of CBD just to get it right in the bloodstream. <laughs> I used to always think it was a depository. Yeah, that's not what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. CBD is based out of Denver. It's clean label certified, purity awarded by the Clean Label Project. So it's clean. So that's what you want to put things up your butt. Yeah. That are clean. Yeah. <laughs> Single origin from Colorado, as I said, which it's snowing right now. Denver. Where'd you, where'd, you, where'd you crush 14 beers? Uh, I was down in a buddy's house in Venice at a little fire pit session. Yeah. Oh, nice. No yeah. loitering, though. You guys, you guys but, get deep? <laughs> yeah, we got, we got pretty deep. And then uh, what do you do at the Pachamama? Uh, enjoypachamama.com. Put you, that camp one five. Yeah, go to enjoypachamama.com. Enjoy, P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A.com. Camp one five. You get 15% off. Take and, uh, advantage. Take Consider I think it can cure COVID. It's, uh, I think, yeah, it's uh, Remgeneron, <laughs> Pachamama <laughs> CBD. Trump was just rectally administrating Pachamama the whole time he, he was been. in the. Uh, but uh, just make sure to rub the Pachamama at the place of entry, wherever, whatever part of your body the virus entered. Just really lube it up the Pachamama. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, yeah, that should be on the Pachamama website's frequently asked questions: Is can you boof Pachamama? <laughs> God, you know, I, I don't know who whose idea was to make frequently asked questions FAQ the, for the first time. Because mm-hmm. when I first saw that, I was like, what's fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, that, I, that carried me for like a few years. I'm like, what is that? And then someone finally told me, I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. Frequently asked questions with Nick Scott. <laughs> Episode title. I'm here for all of them. I'm here for all of them. Yeah. Um, that's cool. A little, a little nighttime action in Venice. Oh yeah, and I'm sure you're rocking. I'm sure you guys were rocking your Paul Smith scarves and your. Uh, mm-hmm. you, know, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. The, uh, designer, we, we, our our, our, our pea coats with our Yankees hats. <laughs> uh, that is belongs in a starter pack. I'm just trying to figure out what it is because it's a brutal. The one. basic New York bro <laughs> starter pack. The basic Pretty Manhattan bro starter pack. Yeah. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Bear Stearns. <laughs> yeah. The the pea coat with like the Thomas Pink shirt tucked in and a, and a New York <laughs> Navy blue New York Yankees cap. Yeah, exactly. And like a pint of Stella. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's such a generic. No, I knew I'd get like a good, strong 40 minutes on the pod before I start turning into Robert De Niro in Awakenings when he like <laughs> goes back to the hospital in the uh, end. Yeah, right. Is he good in that movie? Well, you know, you know, in, yeah. real, in real life, the guy apparently started uncontrollably masturbating like wherever he went to when he woke up. You know what? Like, they need to do a remake for that. They cut that out of the movie. They cut that out of the movie, but in real life, apparently the guy just like. Every time they would walk in, he would just be jerking off everywhere he could. Not for him. You know what's weird about Awakenings is there's that part where he's out in the water mm-hmm. and he's kind of like, eh. Yeah. But he kind of looks like Robert De Niro just doing the, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this, this is weird. I can't tell if he's good in this movie. It, it would, yeah, it's basically just the Robert De Niro story. <laughs> this is like Robert De Niro was this guy and then he then he like turned into Robert De Niro. <laughs> And now he's going back to the to the catatonic. State. I gotta say, when I was a, after I saw that movie, because don't as, vote for Trump. As a kid, 
Days of punk. As a that movie starts off with Robert De Niro as a kid and his mm-hmm. hand starts shaking, and right. then it just go. He just goes to fucking. Yeah, it just ends. Yeah, I remember any time I was a kid, and my hand started shaking. I'd be like, "Oh no, am I, am I awakening right now?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, no, "Fuck!" It was like any time I had like a cold, I thought I was HIV positive. <laughs> oh, big time. <laughs> God, well, yeah, but now look. I mean, how far we've come now. Anytime I wake up with a scratchy throat. Yeah. Or anything, I'm like, okay, it's my turn in the barrel. Here we go, yep. COVID. Because I had I, I had a cigar and probably like 12 cigarettes last night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wake up this morning with a cough, and you think, oh my god, is that COVID? It's like, oh no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I just no. crushed I fucking, an entire pack of heaters. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you forget. Yeah, yeah. no. I- and then when I, at any other time, I wake up with something in my throat, it's because she sleeps in my bed and there's just pet dander all over my sheets. Right. You get that doggy COVID. <laughs> hey. But then isn't, because uh, I thought I smelled randomly burning hair mm-hmm. uh, the other night in my apartment. And I was like, I started watching the new Halloween, the one from two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it starts off with the, with the psychiatrist going to see Michael Myers at his a psychiatric hospital and Michael Myers is chained up in the middle of this like courtyard and there's all these other kind of uh, patients around him and the guy pulls the mask out and he's like look at it Michael or something <laughs> and all the patients are just like freaking out just like ah, ah, and I smelled burnt hair and I was like wait am I? I felt like I was having like a stroke right it was like a really <laughs> intense scene and I, I had like I had like anxiety for like 10 seconds of like holy shit by the way that'd be a great horror movie set piece is you kind of wake up and you're like I think I smell it smells like hair is burning and then you go into the kitchen and just like some random like 14 year old girl in a nightgown's hair is on fire and she's just like hi that is good (laughs) well you know but uh, then just pours gasoline on herself and goes up in flames ah yeah and the end (laughs) the end is short Short story. Yeah, it's a short. That uh, because that's how Carmine in The Sopranos dies. He has a stroke, and right before he's like, "Do you smell that burning hair?" That's why when I smelled it, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah I remember that." He's like, "Yeah, you guys smell that? It smells burning." Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "What is that smell?" But it, I mean, it could have been anything because I live in uh, this, the neighborhood that I live in. There smells all the time. But yeah. it was really weird. And then combined with that, uh, with that scene in the new Halloween, I was like, "Whoa, that was just a weird, just fucking five minutes." Yeah, and then that's the courtyard. Isn't the courtyard? It's the whole courtyard is like painted like a chessboard or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie's better than I remember, actually. Which one is that? Again? The new Halloween the that new David one. Gordon Green did. Oh, right. Danny McBride wrote. Yeah. It would have been great if, yeah. like, Kenny Powers was in it. <laughs> and it was like, if, if Danny McBride, because he wrote it, and it was like Kenny Powers dealing with Michael Myers. <laughs> that's would be yeah, like, right, right. Come here, motherfucker. I don't beat fuck- your fucking ass. I don't fucking know you, dude. I don't know you, dude. I don't fucking know you, dude. <laughs> Nice fucking mask, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Michael fucking Myers. I don't know anybody named fucking Michael Myers. I don't know you, dude. <laughs> There's a few moments in the movie where you can definitely tell the scenes that him and Jody Hill like wrote. Right. You can just like hear their voice in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's better than I remember, actually. I've been crushing horror movies lately. Well, it's that time of year. Yeah, it's so much. As I was saying last There's night, I've been... No, no, no. There's some good ones. No, there's some good ones. And like this year, it's like every streamer has like a Halloween section. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, we were talking about, we were talking about Chris Christie earlier, and I, uh, I treat myself to an old classic that I remembered uh, when I was a kid over the weekend called Criminally Insane. came out in like 1975, and literally... It's about a giant fat woman who gets released uh, from a mental institution, hmm. and all she does Listening. is eat. 
they're always like warning her, like, stop eating so much. You're, it's like you're out of control. You're going to drop dead. But she just kills everybody who gets in the way of her and her food. And um, she just eats and, and murders, and it's incredible. And then, then at the very end, of course, the movie, when the cops finally catch on to her, she's eating one of her victims. Oh, uh, Jesus Lovely, Christ. lovely horror movie. The Chris Christie story? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Is, I mean, it's great, you know? You know what I can uh, see? Like, the, the <laughs> chapter and the next chapter in Chris Christie's life is he actually be- transitions to a woman, Christy Christie. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, why, did, why not? Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. That feels, that Look, would track. Point, that would definitely point, track. At point, a fat chick gets more ass than that guy does. Like, well, he's, on, he's got but... a better fupa than most, like, <laughs> female fupas I've ever seen. Yeah, it's true. Christy Christie. It's a good point. Yeah. That would be fucking really weird. Criminally, ins- criminally insane with Christine Christie. <laughs> yeah, as I was talking about last night, I'm really enjoying There's Someone Out There movies. Right. I, I love that genre of horror movie. There's Someone Out There. Yeah. It's great. That'd be a good movie. There's Someone Out There. Well, there is, there is a movie called uh, He's Out There. Uh, uh, it's not very good, but that's what I've really been enjoying lately. So Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good movies, and those are good movies now, especially in the coronavirus, right? Because it's out there. You know, it's out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that movie. So the rental, mm-hmm. uh, the, that he's out there. The strangers, hush. Mm-hmm. So if uh, so, for our listeners, if you want a good he uh, something out there movie, those ones that I just mentioned. <laughs> nice. Oh, also the strangers pray at night is great. Check it out. Yeah, I got to check that one out too. We'll. Um... Yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's, yeah, I want to see that. Well, thank you for tuning into the uh, Brain Dead episode. <laughs> I think that, that I think we uh, I think we did good. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna what are you yeah, gonna do? That's those. That's how it goes. I haven't told the guys this, but we, you know, we, we you know we'll, we'll, you know I'll be back soon because we're coming close to the election and we got to do a special election version. Yeah. Oh yeah. For well, sure. Also, um, we got a full moon on Halloween, which is very twenty twenty. Huh. That could get interesting. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking because there was like it was a full moon in daylight savings time when all the crazy twenty twenties shit started. I feel like it's winding down. We might bookend this with like weird. I never, you know, I never occurred to me the full moon that it kind of like it can throw it can just kind of throw you off just ever so slightly. Oh, big time! I never really realized that. Yeah, big time. Gravity, gravity because of the water in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never yeah. knew that. And it makes, water. it makes perfect sense. Perfect. Because I was like, why do I just feel weird today? Oh, full moon. Your internal tide yeah, is rising. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think there's like there's like bacteria in there surfing? Because it's like... <laughs> <laughs> your, yeah, your, your, mito- your mitochondria just turns into werewolves. <laughs> um, yeah, seriously. Well, no, and also you brain-dead bastards. You know, the other thing I was going to say was that, um, you know... You're, you're, you're more than welcome to join me in uh, my uh, hideaway here. Uh, there's room for two more. In, Vir- in Virginia? <laughs> Wait, where in Virginia are you? What, where? In Northern Virginia? Southern Virginia? Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a town called The Plains, uh, ah. next to another town called Middleburg. I'm about 49 miles from our nation's capital. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Not near Roanoke. Um, right outside of right outside of the swamp, ready for anything. I'm Wait, gonna be so- taking and I've I've never spent any any significant amount of time in Washington DC in my life. I mean I, I had some friends who went to Georgetown. So obviously I went to Georgetown, we bought Coke and could see the White House from the cocaine dealer's little uh, stoop. Um, but that was as close as I ever got. Never been to Lincoln Memorial. 
I'm going to take this week. I'm going to go and uh, tour our nation's capital. Oh, nice. Uh, as, as the Camp Good Boy political correspondent. Take yes. notes, take pictures, and get ready. You know that drug dealer's trap house was nicknamed the White House. Oh, yeah. There you Ooh. go. Yeah, good one. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, will you be there for the election? You're going to really be there while history's being made, right? Nicholas? Nicholas? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, uh, right. You're going to be there for the election right. then. Will you be there for the election? I will be here, yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Here, I'm, On I'm, scene. I'm, I'm, literally, I'm, literally, I'm literally hiding out here in, uh, in northern Virginia until December. Um, in the little A-frame that I'm living in, this fantastic A-frame. I'm literally living on a working horse farm. This right is ne- fucking fun. Right next to Duvall. We should maybe live stream the pod on election night. and uh, Not live stream it, but do a, uh, do a pod in, yeah, in we real could. time. Yeah, we could. We'll see. It's kind of fun to just watch the <laughs> yeah. election and... And not and text each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, all you camp 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 campers don't get to uh, see the uh, the text chains between uh, the uh, inner camp counselors. Inner circle. Counselors. Oh, under underrated uh, underrated um, uh, attraction in DC is are the Exorcist stairs. Oh yeah, go check those out. It's in Georgetown, right near the water, right next to a gas station. Yeah, it'll be a good place if Trump wins to throw yourself <laughs> off of. Yes, Go, if, you yes. need an, if you need an instruction manual, just watch the last five minutes of The Exorcist. It shows you the proper form but for jumping off the, the stairs to your death. And if you really want to like just do the whole thing, just throw a priest outfit on. Yeah. Really fucking give someone some 2020 if, flavor. If you literally just roll up there, Trump wins, and you go to those stairs, and it's like 100 guys in priest outfits just like oh, jumping off in succession. <laughs> But that was a that was a that used to be my cell phone background on my flip phone because <laughs> I took a picture of them. They're really creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. Um, nice. Well, how much time we got left there, Phil? We got about two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> All right. So two minutes. Two minutes. So when you so how many so you drank fourteen beers last night over how many hours? <laughs> That's right, folks. It's time for the camp good boy shout out hour. Hey, Phil, who are we give shout outs to this week? Uh, for uh, we were there from six to eleven, so a good yeah. five hour window. <laughs> All right, shout out time. Uh, shout out, hey, shout out uh, DCR fifteen. Hey, shout out, shout out, shout out. Hey, shout out, hey Ally Max. Hey, shout out, shout out. Hey, shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Jamie Rez. Hey, shout out, shout out. Hey, shout out. Hey, shout out, hey, shout out new follower CL Paget one two three. Hey, welcome, welcome, Ooh, shout welcome. Out. welcome. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out to my to my friend up in Toronto, Run Rebel Run. Hey, shout out, shout out, shout out. Hey, shout out, bro Pesci. Hey, shout out, good good page. Hey, shout shout out, out, Joe Pesci. <laughs> Just not in the Irishman. No. Um, hey, shout out, Mick Fenny. Hey, shout out. Hey, shout out. Hey, shout out. They reminisce. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out. Hey, shout out, Calla Lily. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out, Ava Kinzing. Ava Kinzinging Cutie 44. Hey, shout out. <laughs> shout out. Hey, shout out. Uh, hey, last one. Shout out Planet Amy. Shout out. Shout out. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah. for supporting the page. Thank welcome you. to the page. Yeah, welcome to the page. Thanks for supporting the page. It takes a lot to support. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> we know you, uh, you got a lot of other things to do in your life, so, you know... <laughs> Thanks for supporting this page. <laughs> it's like, Thank you for supporting this page. Thank you for joining. And literally, all you got to do is click follow. That's yeah. It. It's a tax deductible. Uh, all donations are tax deductible. 
Uh, it's a Camp Good Boy charity page. Hey, everyone, vote Libertarian out there on yeah. Election Day like I did. <laughs> Do like I did. Oh, man. We need, we all, need more parties. It's all going down. Well, that's the thing. If, uh, if Trump wins this thing or if he doesn't lose by a landslide, this is, the rest of this year is going to suck. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, yeah. No. he's going to go down. He's going to lose in a landslide. Just make sure you go out and vote. And uh, seriously, make a plan. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Make your plan. Make a plan. I love how it's make a plan. Like, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Like, get in your car, <laughs> go to the voting <laughs> station, and vote. Right? Someone like, was saying, somebody was uh, bringing up an argument against, uh, like, a big civil war happening. It's like, we're having a hard time motiv- motivating people to go out and punch holes in a fucking piece of paper. Now they're going to go murder people? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, we'll see. There's a lot of uh, a lot of firearms uh, sales have skyrocketed in the last week, so people are ready for it. Yeah. yeah well, uh, so have us make a plan. Yeah, make a blue, make your boogaloo plan. See, that's a plan. Have make a, a plan like an emergency plan. This whole make a plan to vote. It's like, yo, it's yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's not that hard. No, but it, you know, it's good. People are gonna make a plan to vote. Because- because I mean, and then you're gonna, and then you'll be ready because they're all going out and doing it. Because there's a good, good thirty-nine to forty percent of the country that has no fucking idea what's gonna hit it in nine days. Mm-hmm. The people living in the QAnon, JFK, Trump, twenty twenty bubble are about to get swamped. Oh, do you think there might be a QAnon mass suicide? Um. No, I would say mass murder before suicide. They'll kill us and then they'll kill themselves. Mm, got it. Well, those Trump rallies have basically been kind of like mass suicides in a way. <laughs> I mean, there you could probably link like 5,000 deaths or intensive care things to yeah, people who were at Trump rallies. I mean, Herman Cain. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, and also, you know, if you voted and you, you post a picture on Instagram with an I voted sticker... Uh, and I don't like it, it's because I muted you. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I don't like it. Yeah. It's so because just, I just, don't like it. I just realized that. And I don't like it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have my sticker just to trigger people I didn't vote. I mean, the greatest meme, one of the greatest memes of all time is the, the with that guy, I forget who made it, but they paint the sticker and just says, I need attention. Yeah. It's genius. Yeah. Shout out whoever made it. There's that. also a good one with the Shout same out. I voted, it's I sharded. <laughs> Right, that That's is a, a good, good one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. It's also a good time to make jokes about not voting. <laughs> oh, I'll just throw the fucking sticker away. For yeah. Crying out loud. No one cares. <laughs> no, Jesus yeah. Challenge accepted. That I know we're a little late to like be harping on the challenge accepted. Wait, what was that? It was the ones where women were posting pictures of them black. Like, how is oh, that a challenge? Yeah. yeah, like it's hard. A, a, a thirst trap accepted. <laughs> And then it's like the most people was like, I support women, but it had nothing to do with what they thought it it was actually just, it had to do with this, this situation in Turkey. And then of course people like then would backtrack and put up this whole, it's like, of course I support this Turkey thing. It's like, this is just a fucking thirst. I mean, it's the same thing with the black square. And even if it was, even if it was a challenge accepted, how much of a challenge is it to take a picture of yourself, put it on a black and white filter and post it? If that's a challenge, that's why this country has as many problems as it does. I think it is a challenge because you want to, I mean, selfies, you want to make sure that you got to make sure you get the right angle. Challenge accepted. You want to make sure you get likes. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're in it for. No. Yeah. If you take a selfie and you get the, you have the wrong angle there. That's yes. All right. Yeah. I'll buy it. Uh, Women in Turkey are, they're going to be fucked if you don't, 
don't get that <laughs> selfie right. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning All right, in. Everybody. We got. This is, um, this is a good one. This oh, is a warm up, everyone. This is a warm up. We have to be a little brain dead because you're going to get some heat in the next seven to nine days. Yeah. And good boy sites. But um, I have to say that uh, brain dead or not, it sometimes it takes a brain dead uh, podcast for uh, Michael O'Keefe to get this much love <laughs> oh on a podcast yeah, really. outside of like a Caddyshack podcast. <laughs> Like hosted by like whatever who whoever would even like have that like uh, oh I don't even know and and you know like that yeah that podcast starts up it's just like um, yeah the nineteenth hole podcast <laughs> what would that be called yeah oh man all right this week we're talking about Michael O'Keefe's little known works that he did after Caddyshack they probably and, have Michael O'Keefe on the podcast yeah <laughs> ever since Bonnie Ray left him yeah. Over the yeah, the, I, we'll have to start a great. We're going to be starting a great Santini <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the Bull Meets an right, Hour. <laughs> all right, okay, okay. all right, all right, all right. Everyone, be safe. We'll see you next be week. Uh, Love you guys. Love, Love you everybody. Too. Be good campers.